0: Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, everyone, for joining us here. At Open Walter, Open Walter, Open Altar Worship Center. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not drunk as you suppose. I'm just filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. (laughs) We thank everyone for joining us here. at Open Altar Worship Center. Whether you're joining on social media, we know that people are, uh, some are stricken for whatever reason. Maybe you are working that night shift and you're tired. Um, I was got an alert uh, from a church in Virginia Beach. Um, they had a power outage, and so they had to cancel their uh, in-person service this morning. So they just asked everyone to join them. Uh, on social media and God is just so good that he's given us according to revelations 4 and 11 that he has created all things for his good pleasure so he's given us technology and allow people to view uh, services online I know when I have to drive at work um, you know I listen to preaching while I'm driving it's not, not always about listening to music it's about getting fed and getting the word whenever I can but for those of you that are here today the spirit of God is present. Uh, he's sitting over here and he's sitting over there. He's right there in those two little young babies and with their, those two young ladies and the gentleman is joining us in the back. And our sisters and our musicians, God is here on today. Hallelujah. We thank God. We want to remind everyone that uh, on this coming Saturday, is it this Saturday? This coming Saturday, we will be continue in our monthly food pantry. Our monthly food pantry. God has, blessed us. He's opened up yet another door um, that we're going to be doing a food giveaway. It's on a first come first serve, but I promise you, I promise you that there is plenty of food. We have never lacked. That we have never had to turn anyone away and say. Oh, give us a call and uh, come back and we'll have something for you. We've, we've done that, um, that we've had to tell people, give us your number. Yeah. There has never, ever been any. What's wrong? Tell me. I to say the, say the, the what? The of the oh, yes, yeah. Come on. Grab a mic. <laughs> Pastor Wendy.
1: going to come out. They're going to inspect our spaces, but we are going to, and that's going to be a pathway to the food bank partnering with us. The food bank will be um, enabling us to feed uh, 100 partner with another agency and so that's what it's really about it's not because of somebody has a need but we are just here to supplement what people already have and so I praise God for the open doors I praise God. For Thank what you. Is- So thank you, Pastor
0: Robert. Amen, amen. All right, we're in uh, our second Sunday. We're we're in a sermon series called Running My Race. Running My Race. Now, when you're talking about a race, you're not, number one, you're not talking about walking. All right, they used to know, I remember back in the day, they used to have uh, walkers. It was a walking race. It looked kind of goofy. But when you're talking about race you're talking about running now as you can see by the slide you see people walking horse riding uh nascar racing boat races but you're talking about speed all right but we're we're talking about something that you're actually moving at a pace all right and and then in, in my prayer i was talking about um th- we're talking about doing something over a long period of time all right and there has to be a sense of urgency in our race. There has to be some urgency. I got to get up and I got to do this. Procrastination is going to cost people a lot in life. Procrastination is going to cost you a lot of things. So there's three things that I want to talk about in this sermon series. And one, I'm going to get to today. And two, I will get to next week. Now, I want to I give you this um, uh, disclaimer on today. Pastor Wendy will tell you. Anybody knows me long enough. I'm a storyteller. Yes. I'm a storyteller, but I'm not going to tell you stories today, because of this this burden that God has given me on today. I don't want to tell stories today. I want to give you some scriptures, okay. and I want to tell you. I want to tell you right now. Get your pencils and your papers. Take notes, because I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures. We won't have time to really break them down. I want to give you a lot of scriptures. So either write them down. Write them in your Bible, underline in your Bible. If you need a pencil, there are pens back there, piece of paper. If you have to take an offering envelope and write them on the back of an offering envelope, do it so you can go back and study them, all right? We don't mind. We'll print more offering envelopes. We'll do what we have to do. Use Use your cell phone. (laughs) Use whatever you have to do. Just don't write on the wall, (laughs) okay, because you can't take the wall with you. But I want to give you Scripture because... When you pray, when you pray, you can't pray, say, oh, Lord, please. Oh, Lord, please do this for me because I need it real bad. God's going to say, "Okay, what does my word say? My word doesn't say please. My word says if you ask anything in my name. So that's that's what I'm leading to. So. In my race, in my race, what is my race for today? What is my race on today? Do I, is my race for healing? Is my race for finances? And we don't like to talk about finances because there's a stipulation or there's a stigma that finances is all about get rich quick. Get rich so I can have a big car, a big house, a diamond ring, a Rolex watch. No, God wants his people to prosper God wants his people to prosper and not to be in lack. And I get, I'm a living witness to say that I get so that I can give. I get so that I can give. I don't give, I don't ask God, how can I say it? Just the opposite. I don't want just to, uh, anyway. I don't want to give me, give me so that I can have. I want to get it so I can give it away. So anyway, my race for today is a race of praise. My urgency is a race of praise. Before I get out of bed in the morning, I try to make sure it's like before my feet hit the floor, Lord, I thank you. And God folds his arms. What are you thanking me for? Like he don't already know. Because I just I just I just open my eyes. And if I open my eyes, means my heart's beating. Yeah, okay. I ain't even tried to wiggle my toes yet, but I know two things right now and are working in my body. My heart is beating and my eyes have opened. So obviously my lungs are pumping and breathing. Yeah. So 1 fa- Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. That's the first scripture. Rejoice always. And all of my scriptures, let me let you know, all of my scriptures are coming from the New King James Version. All of my scriptures, except for one, and I'll let you know when, are coming from the New King James Version. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Verse eighteen. In everything, give thanks. And this is the will of God. Of uh, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. For who? For you. Pray without cease. Or, excuse me. Rejoice always. In everything, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Well, this tragic thing has just happened to you. This tragic thing has just helped. But God, the reason why we don't want to rejoice is because we don't we don't want to look at what the end is. The end is you win. The end is you win, because what we are living in, this flesh is going to pass away. We have our earthly uh, we have our earthly body, but we're all going to leave here and go be with our father. So that's our race of praise, to praise God, because we're going to leave this earth with our Father forever. Isaiah, uh, we should praise God, because that's why we we were created, created. Isaiah 43 and 20. The beast of the field, and, and like I said, I'm giving you scripture to understand why we are, this is a race of praise. The beast of the field will honor me. And this is God speaking in the, through the prophet Isaiah, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Now I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to take a vote. Who in here are his chosen? Are you his chosen? Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Okay. Next verse. This people I formed for who? Myself. Myself. He formed you for himself. They shall declare my praise. And this is the one verse that I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And I don't have it up here. It says, I have made Israel for myself. They... And they will someday honor me before the whole world. Why did God create us? He created us. Well, I want to know why I'm here on earth. The reason why God created you was to praise him. That is my race, my race of praise. God created me. My number one purpose in life is to praise God. Is to praise God. So where's the problem? The problem is, unfortunately, we give more praise to things outside of church and outside of things that don't directly concern God. Now, does God want us to have fun outside of, lo- outside of church, outside of spiritual things? Yes, God wants us to have fun. He wants us to have fun. He wants us to go to baseball games and soccer games and, have, and go to cookouts and things like that. But guess what? Somebody can, can knock, out a, knock a home run, and we jump to, our, jump to our feet and start clapping. And we do that. But yet someone can come to the altar and say, I want to give my life to Christ. And we're like, oh, thank God. Okay, wait a minute. He knocked a home run, and we're like, "Yay, yay!" I want to give my life to Christ. Thank God. Thank God. I knew he'd get saved one day. Thank God. Thank God. It's about time. I've been working on him. I was the one that preached to him that day. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Wait a minute. There's a mix-up. He was created. The Bible tells us that, that all of heaven rejoices when one sinner, All of heaven, all of heaven, when one sinner comes to Christ. When they say, the announcer says, now let's give it up for LeBron James. The whole arena erupts. But yet, (laughs) we don't give God, it's like, it's like the police officer the police officer walks up to your car and if you ever if you ever see this happen the police officer when he walks up to your car the first thing he does is, is he touches the taillight on your car anybody ever seen that the reason why he does that is he puts his he touches the taillight on your car to leave his DNA on your car so if you if anything happens and you drive away or or you decide <laughs> anyway he puts his DNA on your car so if anything happens, he, they can find you. But he walks back to your car, gives you back your registration. And he's like, I'm going to let you off with a warning. And all we give God is a, oh, Lord, thank you. We don't shout unto God with Psalms 47 and 1. This is your next scripture, Psalm 47 and 1. Shout, oh, shout, oh, excuse me, oh, clap your hands, all you people. Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. That sounds like us. <laughs> clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. We're good for clapping our hands. In church, when they say, now let's give God some praise. What's the first thing we did? What? Come on man. minute. You We clap our hands. We always want to clap our hands. Give God some praise. But it says shout, shout, shout. Come on, y'all. Let's practice this. This is a practice. Give God. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. A voice, a voice, a voice of triumph. Give triumph a voice. Give triumph a voice. I hope y'all are getting this. So let me, let me ask you this. Who's getting, who's getting credit for the situation that you are in right now? Who's getting credit? Think about your life. If you could give your life on a scale of one to five, who's getting credit For the situation you're in in your life right now. Ezekiel tells us of the position and the adorning of Satan when he was in heaven. Back then, he was known as Lucifer. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. And he he begins at verse 11. Or I'm starting at verse 12. And again, I'm reading from the New King James Version. And if you're reading from NIV, King James, whatever version you're reading from, we'll all get to the same place. You'll get the same meaning. All right? And he says, Son of man, take up lamentations, your mournings, or whatever it may be, for the king of Tyre, and say unto him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection. Full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. And what does he mean by perfect in beauty? Lucifer or Satan as we know him now does not have a pitchfork, red underwear, and horns in his head. Regardless of what you want to dress him up like at at Halloween, that's not what he looks like. Next verse. He looks good. He He got slick Rick hair. He got soul glow. (laughs) And he drives a Lexus. You were in Eden. Wasn't he? Genesis chapter 3. He was in Eden. The garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx. The jasper, the sapphire, the turquoise, and emerald were and gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and the pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. Next verse. You were the anointed cherub, in other words, the angel, who covers. I establish you. You were on the holy mountain of God. He was right up there. You walk back and forth. Remember that? That's going I'm going to come back to that. You walk back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. Verse 15. You were perfect in your ways from the days you were created till iniquity was found in you. Now, understand iniquity Now, when the Bible talks about transgressions and iniquities, the difference between the two transgression is a sin you commit. All right. Somebody comes up and slaps you. That's a transgression. When that person makes you really ticked off and you think about it. The thought of something is an iniquity. Satan merely thought about doing this. When he thought about overthrowing God, that was his iniquity. When he thought about overthrowing the throne of God, his thought his iniquity was, was his downfall. His thought of overthrowing God was his downfall. So let me tell you something about these stones. Let's go back to verse 13, I believe it was. Some of these stones that he talks about, the Sardis. And, and these aren't in on, on the screen, but you can go back, you can Google them and look at them. The Sardis was worn, it was a, hand, it was a stone worn uh, in ancient Egypt that was to steal anger and jealousy. These were stones that, that Satan wore that were to keep him from being angry and jealous. And guess what? He got jealous of God in all his glory. The topaz represented honor and strength. The barrel, it was a gemstone that was about creativity. And think about it. Satan's number one role in heaven was he was all about music. And music is what thrives. America's love our music. The world loves music. And people are so pulled away and if you can, if you can get people to listen to the wrong kind of music, and it, and in, in parentheses I have preferred by professional artists and writers. Indian Jim uh, 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 I can't pronounce that word. But in other words, Onyx is a protector of is a protector of harmonious relationships, and the Jasper sustains and supports through times of stress. And brings tranquility and wholeness. So I want to talk about, I want to use as an example, the word capacitance. Y'all stick with me. Y'all stick with me. This word capacitance. You know the word capacity? You walk into a building and they'll say, How many people can you hold in this building? And they'll say like 44. That's the max amount of people that you can hold in this building. But capacitance, can I have that slide up there? It's the ability of a system to store an electrical charge. If you take this TV right here and unplug it, it has no capacitance. In other words, there is no electrical charge in it. It can't electrocute you. You can take the computers behind in the sound booth, unplug them, It can't electrocute you. Anything like that, it can't hurt you. This little AA battery has a capacitance. It holds one and a half volt of battery. I believe that's what it is. It has a capacitance. Satan, when he was kicked out of heaven, has no capacitance. He ain't got no power. He ain't got no So I asked the question before, who are we giving credit to the situation that we're in right now? And we for too long as Christians, as believers, have given him too much credit. He got kicked out of heaven. And we're not giving God the praise that he deserves. We're blaming this an angel for the situations we're in instead of giving God the praise. Instead of giving God the praise, we're saying, oh, the devil is all in my business. Instead of giving God the praise. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Beginning at verse 13, it says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. For no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself. And notice that's a a present word, not past, not saying he transformed himself. Because he's flaky. He'll go back and forth. He'll go back and forth. He transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, there is no great thing if if his ministers or his imps, his demons, transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose ends will be according to their works. But we are so quick to blame our situations on the devil. We are so quick to acknowledge him. And then the other scripture, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. We've heard this. not love the world or the things of in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of the Father is not of him. Verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, let me bring that in. I remember, and and Pastor Wendy and I were talking about this, the last time we did the feeding last month, Pastor Wendy hooked up the speaker and she took her phone, Bluetooth, hooked it up. And the first song, and she just, she didn't play this song, but you know, you just hook it up and just say, play some gospel music. And Alexa, the first song that came up was, everything that the devil stole, God's giving back to me. Any of any y'all ever heard that song before? Any of y'all ever heard that song before? Okay. Any of y'all ever sang that song before? Come on, y'all. Okay. And the Jeopardy bonus round question, how many of y'all ever believed that song? Come on. I believe that song. Okay. And the double bonus round question from Jeopardy, how many of y'all still believe that song? Okay. Now, here's the thing. There's a difference between what the devil steals and what you give the devil. Now, Bruce asked me, could he borrow my car? And he said, I'll give it back. I'll be back around three o'clock. And Bruce didn't give me back my car till around 10, 1030. Did Bruce steal my car? No, I let Bruce borrow my car. I can't call the police and say, hey, Bruce stole my car. I let Bruce borrow my car. We get home from Walmart and we start unpacking stuff. And we're like, man, where are my tomatoes? Where are my milk? The devil is a liar. No, you left your bags at Walmart. Look, man, they forgot to put my stuff in the bag. No, you forgot to put your stuff. You forgot to pick your bags up. And we're like, the devil is a liar. Stop blaming the devil on stuff we do. Give, what what the first Thessalonians. Chapter 5, verse 16, say, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Oh, man, it's another red light. Oh, Lord, thank you. I have time to praise you. I have an opportunity to praise you. I have an opportunity to change from this song to this song. I have an opportunity to change from this preacher to this preacher. I have a time, Lord, just to sit here and meditate on you. Let's stop looking at everything in the negative. Absolutely, yes. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to be late for work. Well, why didn't you leave the house earlier? You know it takes you 15 minutes to get to work. Why are you leaving the house 20 minutes early? Leaving the house a half hour early. Stop blaming the devil on everything we go through. This is a race of praise. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. It tells us to be sober, be vigilant. Stand on the wall. Stand on the wall. Be vigilant. Be like a soldier. Shine your boots. Iron your uniform. Get ready. Make sure your ammunition is not out of date. It ain't rusted. It ain't corroded. Check your weapons. Because why? Because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, he walks about. Remember what I said earlier? What was that scripture? What was that scripture I read? Remember I told you I was going to come back to it? Yeah, about the devil. He said he was in, in heaven. Yeah. In Ezekiel 28, 14 says, You were anointed sheriff who covers and who established You were in the holy mountains. You walked back and forth. You walked back and forth. Thank you. Thank you. Audio. Now, here it is again. He says, your enemy, he walks around like a war- roaring lion. He walking around. You know how I get around? I walk around. I walk around. I have a, I have a truck, but guess how I get to my truck? I got to walk to my truck. So what, tell, what does that tell you about me and you versus the enemy? God has given us authority. God has given us authority. But he walks around like. It doesn't say he walks around, he's a roaring lion. It doesn't even say he walks around, he's a lion. It says he, in other words, remember I said he, he, about the devil being uh, um, on a, with a costume. He ain't even a lion. He ain't even a lion. Excuse my French, my English, my, my diction. It says he walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So let's break this down. He walks about Job chapter 1. And I told you I had a lot of scriptures. Job chapter 1, verse 7. And the Lord said to Satan. They're having a conversation. God can you believe this? God and Satan are actually having a conversation. And people think, oh, and I heard this question the other day. People say, well, can, can, can a Christian be possessed by the, have a be demon possessed? Well, here, God and Satan are coexisting. Something to think about, and I won't get to that right now. So be careful. So the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord, from going to and fro on the earth, walking back and forth on it. From going to and fro on the earth, from walking back and forth. Satan walking around. Satan taking an Uber where he got to go. That shows you his limited power or his limited abilities. That shows you his limited ability. We're talking about a race of praise, a race of praise to the most high God, to an enemy who's walking around, to an enemy who's walking around. Let's go back to 1 Peter and 8. Thank you. Thank you so very much, audio. So because your adversary walks about like A roaring lion. He's walking around like a roaring lion. There is only one true lion. I don't have the scripture up there. Write it down. Revelations 5 and 5. Who is the lion? The lion of Judah. The lion of Judah. The lion of Judah. And he's seeking whom he may devour. There's a couple more scriptures and I will be done. A couple more scriptures and I'll be done. So we make up our mind and we say, you know something, Pastor Robert? I'm beginning to see your point. But I'm going to go back and I'm going to read these scriptures. I'm going to study them and understand that, yes. It ain't enough just to understand. Yeah, I I need to praise God, but I understand that there's a there is an adversary who wants to steal my joy and I give him too much credit. I can't just can't just keep saying the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Okay, yeah, he's a liar. He's the father of lies. John 8 and 44. He's the father of lies. Stop giving him credit for everything that goes wrong in my life because he ain't doing everything that's wrong. You can't find your car keys. If you can't find your car keys, start saying, Holy Spirit, help me to find my car keys. Stop saying the devil is a liar. Start putting your car keys in the same place every day. I keep my car keys in the same place every day. All right? So let's look at Luke chapter 19, verse 38. Luke chapter 19, verse 38. And like I said, just a few more scriptures. And again, I don't want to just tell you a bunch of stories. I want you to be able to go back to the word and stop remembering Well, Pastor Robert said when he was 37 years old. Um, he had this car accident, and that's not going to get a prayer answered for you. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the fairies called out from the crowd, teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said unto them that if these should keep silent, the stones will cry out. We cannot praise God if you don't want to. Keep your mouth shut if you want to. Jesus said the stones will cry out in your place. And I'm telling you and I think there's an a old gospel song saying that if, I don't, if I, don't, I don't want no stone crying out in my place or something like that, I don't know. But I dare not. The Bible tells us that we all have to give an account. We all have to give an account for the things that we do in our body. And I don't want to stand before God and God say, why didn't you praise me? Well, Lord, I I praised you when you got me that car. Why didn't you thank me for just another day? Why didn't you thank me for that, that candy bar that you got that day? Why didn't you thank me for that soda that I gave you? And you know something? And, and I'll tell you, <laughs> I, just, I just found $29 in my checking account. I don't know, I don't know where it came from. But I got a credit in my I don't know where it came from. So anyway, let me tell you, I praise God for it. I don't know where it came why it why it ended up there, but it showed. I didn't balance my check, but I'm actually looked in my in my um went online and it said twenty nine dollars from this company. And I'm like, I don't know. And I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna call them up and ask them why you gave it to me. <laughs> So, but anyway, I praise God. I'm saying in all things, it says rejoice always. So, anyway, Psalms 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Oh, you know something? Oh, yes. oh man, it's going to be a good weekend. Why is that? Man, I can't wait to go to church. Man, I'm going to get my praise on. You hear people talk like that? Man, I'm going to get my praise. Man, I can't wait. I'm going to get my shout on, man, come Sunday. Really? And this is my last scripture. Y'all hear people say that? Man, shoot. 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. I'm going to debunk that right now. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you and whom you have from God and not your own? Why are you waiting to get the church? The church is in you. You got to wait till you get the church to praise God. You in Walmart? They got they got three cans of Libby beans, three for a (laughs) dollar. No, I'm not a shouter, but I'm saying give God thanks. You don't have to make a scene in Walmart. I'm not telling you to go to the front desk and say, "Excuse me, can I have a mic, please." Well, 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 (laughs) you don't have to make a scene. Clap your hands, all you people, all peoples, excuse me, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And it's amazing. It is so true. The more we praise God, your problems don't just magically disappear, don't heavenly and spiritually just disappear. But it's amazing, the more we praise God, the more God moves on our behalf. And our problems just don't seem that big. And God shows us how to navigate through situations. And it brings about a healing. So again, it's a marathon. And my next point that I'm going to cover next week, the Lord delay is coming. We're going to talk about the race of endurance. Endurance. We're going to talk about the race of endurance, and then finally, we're going to finish out on the race of prayer. The race of prayer. I thank each and every one of you for joining us on today. Um, This was an an awesome word from heaven because it's challenging me. I it wasn't me. It was not me, and I know it was a lot of scriptures. It was a lot of scriptures, but again. Don't ever, don't ever take my word for it. And I realize even now that I didn't pray before I started preaching. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Was that my last slide up there? Or was that? Okay. Yeah, that's that's part of my next. Okay. But, um, The Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved. We're not huge in numbers, but whether it's this or any other church, any other pastor in Virginia, in Oklahoma, in Germany or Japan. When you hear the word, you hear a message. Don't study. Thank you. Always go back. First of all, something should agree in your spirit. But, but don't ever take anybody else's word because when we go out and we witness and we share the word, people are going to ask you, well, where is that in the Bible? Um, uh, 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 we need to know the word of God. Because we're going be, to be held, we're going to be asked to give an account by other people. So I pray that this prayer now, Lord, that whatever it is that I have spoken, that it was from your heart, Lord. Whatever I have spoken, Lord, that it it was spoken into anointed ears, into fertile hearts, that seeds were planted, And, Lord, it shall bring forth some 30, some 60, some hundredfold. I pray for my brother, Lord, who came to us, Lord. his, His English and Spanish understanding shall open up. Holy Spirit, even on the day of Pentecost, there were those who came hearing different languages but you came you were there present and allow men to understand in languages that they did not understand so Lord I pray that this seed you open and you cause to understand that you bring about a spirit of wisdom and revelation according to Ephesians chapter 1 thank you Father Father That you break down barriers. You tear down walls that men have built. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray a spirit of salvation. Jesus came that we would have life and that more abundantly. Lord, and I pray a spirit of authority over the people of God right now that we are reminded of who we are in Christ Jesus. If God be for us, we are greater than any that stand against us in the name of Jesus. Knowing that there is an adversary who comes against us in the way we stand. We will not give space to the enemy that we remember and we think before we speak. We confess what we desire according to your word and your will. That your word declares that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. And even as I speak now, Lord, I pray over the gifts and the givers. Over our offerings and our tithe, that we return unto you, Lord, that you have blessed this ministry, that we can bless the community, that you have allowed us and honored us, that even through the pandemic, that our doors have stayed open. And favor in the name of Jesus, bless every heart. Every mind that the steps of the righteous are ordered by you. Bless every family that has come and worshiped with us, even our viewers on social media. Be blessed, be honored. And for those of you who are viewing that have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we pray a blessing and repeat after me right now. Lord Jesus, I ask you now, to come into my heart, to receive me as your child. It takes no rituals, only a confession to be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you once again for viewing with us at Open Altar Worship Center in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Until the next time, we look forward to seeing you. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. May God be praised. May God be praised. Clap your hands. Clap your hands, all ye peoples. Shout. Shout to God. Hallelujah. May God be praised. Hallelujah. 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 Our oh, name is worthy of our praise. Heart will sing, How great is our God. Praise our God.